Imagine you're an American farmer 170 years ago. Depending on where you live, you may go to a big city once a year when it's time to sell off your surplus livestock. So you dress the whole family up, spit and polish in the Sunday best, and maybe your wife, who you call mother, will wear the dress she married you in. Your two-year-old boy will wear a dress because that's just what you put two-year-old boys in for some reason. And you'll visit a department store and a soda fountain. And if you don't think it's a sin, you might see something on a stage, a play or a vaudeville act, or maybe Jenny Lind if she's on tour. And after you've done that, you might go have one of those fancy daguerreotype light paintings made. I'm Tracy S. Morris, and I'm not making this up. To you, American farmer, daguerreotype sounds like a fancy foreign word, and it is. The man who invented the process by which your image gets put onto a piece of metal was a Frenchman. An American painter named Samuel Morris, no relation to me, brought it back. You know Morris as the guy who invented Morse code. But that's all in his future. Right now, he's a well-known American painter. Now, painting you understand but you couldn't afford to have a painting made even if you had the time to sit for one. But for $2, around the cost of a single ticket to Disneyland in today's money, and a few minutes sitting, you can have your image, the way you look in that moment, preserved on metal forever. So you go up into the gallery fronts and you'll look at the images on display and you'll pick a gallery. Maybe you'll go with Matthew Brady's, if you're in New York or one of his competitors. And you wait, and you wait, and you wait. You wait for the light to be right. You wait in line for the people in front of you to get done. And while you wait, you'll look around the portrait gallery. You might recognize someone famous in amongst the portraits on display. Actors, musicians, politicians, even a few outlaws, as well as other people like you everyday people who want to try out this new and amazing experience that everyone is talking about, that everyone is doing like it's a new dance craze. There are even a few people who've brought in a dead relative. Some families with all their children clustered around a stillborn baby, getting an image to remember their loved one by before they're gone forever. And at last, it's your turn. You go up to the studio. There's an enormous grimy skylight above you. A brown moleskin curtain hangs against the wall. A padded chair with a clamp at neck height. And the box. It's a big wooden box with an eye on one side. The artist posed you. He's not Matthew Brady, but it may be one of his assistants. You sit on the padded chair. The clamp holds your head in place. The boy in the dress will sit on your knees, leaning against you for your support. And your wife leans against you from behind. You can't move for 20 seconds, 40 if the sun goes behind a cloud. You can't even blink. That's why there's a clamp on the chair. That's why everyone leans on you. And then it's over. They give you a ticket and tell you to come back for your daguerreotype in a few hours. You'll put it on the mantle when you get home. 
Maybe you'll invite friends over to see it. You'll get older, you'll go gray, you get wrinkles. You work on a farm so you'll get them sooner than most. The boy on your lab will reach an age where you stop putting him in dresses and then he'll grow up. But that picture on your mantle will always remind you of that one time he went to the city and he saw Jenny Lind or General Tom Thumb and he rode in an actual streetcar. A moment in time, trapped like a butterfly between thin layers of metal and glass. Thank you for listening to I Am Not Making This Up. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, pretty much all the other directories now, so subscribe. If you like what you hear, leave a review with your preferred podcast service or tell everyone you know. That's how other listeners find us. For more bizarre stories that I didn't make up and some that I did, go to my website, tracysmorris.com. I post a new history podcast or article every Monday. You can also subscribe to my newsletter. I send out an original speculative fiction short story every month. Or check out my short stories and novels at my website. If you want a good laugh, why not purchase one of my many fine books like Medieval Misfits, Renaissance Rejects, a collection of short, funny fantasy stories available on Amazon or through Yard Dog Press or Bain Books. And if you have an improbable history topic you'd like me to cover, please drop me an email at author at tracysmorris.com.